0: Welcome to the Gridiron Goodies Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Scott. And on today's episode, I will recap all of the games from Week 6. No matter how much football you watch or how many stats you memorize, weeks like Week 6 remind everyone that they know way less than they realize. I, too, was humbled this week. I took the Chargers on the money line and showed my entire ass. The Chargers Chargered, like always, and came up just short, 17-20. to 20. Neither Prescott or Herbert came out looking like heroes in this one. Prescott was too safe at times, and Herbert was too risky at times. Both defenses played well in different ways. Dallas on the back end mostly, and the Chargers up front. Dallas had a pick, and the Chargers had a bunch of sacks. I got this one wrong. Next, I took the Lions to cover the spread, which was three. And I knew I could count on them they beat the Bucks 20 to 6 improving to 5-1 on the season right up there with the other heavy hitters of the league we'll have to keep an eye on this David Montgomery injury hopefully it's nothing serious overall this team is exciting and I'm happy for their fans and their city thanks for covering well they didn't break the scoring record but the Dolphins did cover their 13 and a half spread so I can't complain too much. 14-21 to 21 was the final here. The Johnny Hecker rage shove <laughs> was hilarious and is really the only thing of note for the Panthers in this game. Bryce Young and their offense all around look a little bit better. Tyreek Hill is going to get fined yet again for a celebration doing a pretty cool backflip with a cell phone. Dolphins rise 5-1. The Panthers are still looking for their first win. Next, we'll head to the jungle, where I picked the Bengals to cover, and they sure did. This game ended in the results I expected, but not how I expected it to go. Joe Burrow and the offense struggled most of the game, and it was their defense that determined the outcome of this game. The Seahawks played a good game of keep-away and moved the ball pretty well, but just couldn't find a way to score points. Next, we'll go ahead and move on to the results from the speed round. Ravens at Titans in London. Ravens were favored by four points. I said, the Ravens passing game will figure things out. Ravens cover the spread. You're welcome, and they sure did. Saints at Texans. Saints were favored by one and a half. I said the Saints defense will stall the Texans rising offense, and the Saints will cover. Well, they didn't do any of that, and I was wrong. Commanders at Falcons. Falcons were favored by two and a half points. I said, the commander's defense will get back on track, the Falcons will lose, and the commies will cover. You're welcome, and they totally did. Next, we had the Jaguars at the Colts. The Jags were favored by four points. I said, the Jags' great defense will halt the Colts' new rushing attack, Jags' cover. You're welcome. And they did. Vikings at Bears. Vikings were favored by three points. I said, the more experienced quarterback will squeak this one out. Vikings will cover. That's exactly what happened. You're welcome yet again. Next, we had the Patriots at the Raiders. The Raiders were favored by three points. I said, both teams are unwatchable and that Max Crosby destroys that Patriots offense. Raiders cover. I hope you guys are listening because yet again I was right and you're welcome. Next we have the Cardinals at the Rams. Rams were favored by 7 points. I said this will be a more competitive game than most people expect. Cards keep it close and cover. Um, This one you can just ignore because I was totally wrong. Next we have the Eagles at the Jets. The Eagles were favored by seven. I said the Jets won't be able to stop the tush push and the Eagles will cover the spread. You can pretty much ignore this one too. And I was definitely wrong about the defense. Next we have giants at bills bills were favored by 14 and a half points. I said Tyrod Taylor will be running for his life. Bills take out prior frustrations and cover the spread. Tyrod did run for his life, but the Bills did not cover. Overall, I went 5 for 10 in a speed round, so half of what I said is right. Moving on to my favorite matchup of the week, ruined by zebra nonsense. The now-defeated 49ers could not overcome the scumbag-less Cleveland Browns and whichever ref on that officiating crew who so very obviously had the Browns on the money line, losing 19-17. I haven't heard much about the two nonsensical calls on Trent Williams and Tashawn Gibson towards the end of the game, probably because Moody had a chance to save it at the end. However, if not for those two dumb calls, the game would have ended in a Niners win, no doubt. The matchup I really wanted to see, we didn't get much of. The Niners' offense was banged up most of this game. Both CMC and Debo were limited. Even Trent Williams left the game briefly. The Browns' defense came to play and looked great on all three levels. If their offense figures things out, they might be dangerous down the stretch. Now, ultimately, I picked the Niners to cover, and they did not. Alright, it's time for a quick break. All right, welcome back. Now let's do a little bet busting. So my straight bets went three for five, and it went like this. So I said David Montgomery was going to score a touchdown, and he did not because he was injured and left the game early. I said Raheem Mostert was going to score a touchdown, and he did. I said Waddle was going to score a touchdown, and he did. I also said A.J. Brown was going to score a touchdown, and he did not. And then my last one, I said CMC was going to score a touchdown, and he did. Now we're going to move on to my top three three three-leg parlays of the week. And I got all three of those ones wrong. So the first one was I had Lamar Jackson over on his rushing yards, which he did hit. Then I had Jordan Addison over on his receiving yards, which he did not hit. And Calvin Ridley over on his receiving yard, which he also did not hit. So overall, this parlay did not hit. The next one, we had DJ Moore over on receiving yards, which he did not hit. Kamara over on his receiving yards, which he did hit. And then Michael Wilson over on his receiving yards, which he did not hit. So that parlay did not hit. The next one, I had CMC over on his rushing yards, which again, he did not hit because he left early. I had Travis Etienne over on his rushing yards, which I don't believe he hit. I had DeAndre Swift over his rushing yards, which I don't believe he hit either. So that entire parlay did not hit. This is exactly why I stress the importance of straight bets. It's really hard to be consistent on parlays. But you can, however, mitigate those losses while maintaining the excitement of nailing those wild odd parlays. Just by covering your ass with some of the straight bets. I essentially broke even this week. Next, we'll go ahead and see how my top fantasy sleepers performed. The first one I picked was Taji Spears. He scored 7.3 points. That's rough. Next, we had Justice Hill, who scored uh, not better with 6.5. That's equally rough. I had Josh Downs, which had a respectable 13.1. That's not too bad. I had K.J. Osborne at 8.8 or Jordan Addison at 11.8. Not too great there. And then I had Logan Thomas, who scored 1.2 points. Ouch, terrible. (sighs) So it looks like outside a few receivers at flex, we did not have a very good day in the sleeper department. Overall, week six was just one of those weird-ass weeks we occasionally have randomly throughout a season. I appreciate weeks like this. They keep us humble and excited for what's next. That's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. Until next time.